Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to the Tashiva Assembly of Christ. I'm your host this morning, Minister Latasha Browning. Um, I just want to come on this morning and share something that was really in my heart. Because, you know, when you walk this life, not only you walk it every day, you live it. The Lord has, sh- the Lord will show you different things where His children um, are in error in doing. So I want you to come on in and get your Bibles. Um, this morning I'm up a bit early. It's around six fifty. A.M. in the morning, Tuesday, December the 27th. The Lord took me to Matthew chapter 5. And I'm going to be reading out of a different translation. I'm going to be reading out of the, out of the earlier translation. Scholars and theologians have, um, they have proved that um, Hebrew was not just the primary language that Yeshua, Jesus, spoke at this time. Um, He also was very fluent in this particular language. So I've had this particular Bible maybe for the past 10 years. And when you read out of a different translation, a lot of times it helps you to understand the text a little bit more. Um, I remember when I first encountered an NIV Bible, it, it it was different for me because I had grew up only knowing about the King James Bible. Chapter 5, verse 1 through 16. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain. And as he sat down, his disciples drew near to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them. And he said, Blessed are the poor in pride, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Verse 5, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they shall be well satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for to them shall be mercy. Blessed are those who are pure in their hearts, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of justice, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they reproach you and persecute you and speak against you every kind of bad word falsely for my sake. Verse 12, then be glad and rejoice for your reward is increased in heaven. For in this very manner, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are indeed the salt of the earth. But if the salt shall lose its savor, with what could it be salted? It would not be worth anything but to be thrown outside and to be trotted down by men. You are indeed the light of the world. A city that is built upon a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp holder. So it gives light to all who are in the house. Verse 16. Let your light thus shine before men, so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Um, you know, before I came to know Yeshua, I was always stating on this excuse that God knew my heart. God loves me. I'm a child of God. And you know, I said that quite often to justify my sin nature. And until the Lord gave me a revelation when I got saved and I came across the <laughs> He said to me, He said, Denise, He said, do not take my grace for granted. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. He said, do not take my grace for granted. And at first I didn't understand what the Lord was saying. But then I quickly woke up to what God was saying to me. And this is what I say to people, and I've said this because this is the revelation that God gave me. There are levels to righteousness, the same way there are levels to sin. You know, people say if you lie, you can cheat. If you cheat, you can steal. If you steal, then you can be full of manipulation deceitfulness and then we know that 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 common denominator at the last of that is you can cheat so you can start off lying and then you'll end up stealing oh come on somebody with righteousness with God there's levels and God wanted me to teach this that there is God the Father 
There is God the Son. There is God the Holy Spirit. And once we encounter the Holy Spirit, then we are on to be now ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven. Now we are being disciples. Now we are using our spiritual gifts that the Apostle Paul gives us in Corinthians that we are to use. But in order for us to get to that level, becoming and being ambassadors for Christ, we have to train. I say this all the time. I'll hear people say, oh, look at God. God did this. God did that. God did this. But we're really looking at material things. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. But for some apparent reason, I see it the most on Instagram. You know, the Apostle John wrote, and I live by this. He said, there are just three things that are in the world. There is lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And this is how I interpret the scripture. Lust of the flesh feels good to me. Lust of the eye, I see it, I want it. Doesn't mean I need it. And the pride of life, who are you to tell me not to have it? Or who are you to tell me I can't obtain it? We have to be very careful when we become Christians because the Lord has already said to us, store not up your riches in the earth where moth can get it, you know, rust, started to rust and it, there, there is no use for it, there is no value. But become rich in the things that are of importance to God. Because there are levels to righteousness, I can't keep skating by. I can't casually be a Christian. God has said to his disciples, I'm going to the Father. John, let's go to uh, John, St. John. I want to say, let's go, let's try the 14th chapter. He said, I'm going to the Father. He said, it, 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 it is important that I go to the Father. He said, because I, I, I've been with you. He said, but my Father will send the, the, the comforter, the helper, the spirit of truth. And he says, now that spirit will be in you. Oh, hallelujah. I'm teaching this morning. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. He says in St. John chapter 14, verse 16, and he says, And I will ask of my Father, and he will give you another comforter to be with you forever. Forever. Verse 17 says, Even the Spirit of truth, even the Spirit of the truth, whom the world cannot receive, 
because it has not seen him and does not know him. But you know him because he abides with you and is in you. Oh, hallelujah. He says in verse 18, I will not leave you orphans, for I will come to you after a little while. Hallelujah. Drop down to verse 26, and I'm looking at the comforter again. And he says, but the comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom my Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything which I, which I tell you. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I give you, not as the world gives. I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. And do not be afraid. Verse 28. You heard that I told you I'm going away. And I will come to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice. Because I'm going to my father. For my father is greater than I am. In order to go to the next level with Yeshua. I tell people all the time, you got to love him. You got to esteem him more than you esteem yourself. Now, this is very hard for a lot of people because many people do not want to be faithful to a man that they cannot see. But we must not be childish in our thinking. Because Jesus was both simultaneously God and man. Came into the flesh, born of a virgin. And when he put on flesh, that's what the sin was. The Bible says he who knew no sin became sin. So he wasn't. God wasn't. And I tell people that are not Christian, you know, I've had a conversation with the Muslim, with a Muslim, and I found it very fascinating because he said to me, he said, why would God want to be like man? Why would he want to be like us? And I just replied to him and told him, who are we to tell God what to do? Who are we as the clay? Hallelujah, somebody. Tell the potter what to do. But let me go, let me go, let me go. Let me keep going on. Um, I wanted to say my main topic today is that there's levels with, with our assignments. And if we keep skating by with, oh, God knows my heart. Oh, God knows this. Oh, God loves me. We'll never get to where God wants us to be. God wants to use our body. Our body is the temple of God. And I want to tell you how I told my niece. I said, I have to be right with God in my body, in my temple. Everything about my character, I have to get it in an alignment. I have to bring this body under subjection to get it into alignment. I got to watch what I say. I got to watch what I see. I got to watch what I do. I have to continuously in the back of my mind, be consciously aware of 
uh, 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 do these things, preach God. And I'm being very honest. We have to always be consciously aware of what pleases God. But getting back to what our assignment is, our assignment is to become disciples. Once we have believed the word of God, once we have accepted the Lord as our Lord and Savior, now we must be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now the Lord comes into our temple and he does his work. He heals the sick. He raises the dead. He casts and rebukes spirits out of individuals. For Ephesians 6 teaches us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against wickedness, against the rulers of darkness in the heavenly realm. Oh, come on, somebody. There is a darker kingdom, a satanic kingdom. And if we don't come up out of the world, then we too will fall prey to it. I'm just telling you the truth. I lived it. Was born in it. Bible says all, all of sin, all of far and short. We all are ratchet and raggedy and nasty. That's why we have to be taught what to do. We have to be taught how to use this body. Because if we don't, we'll be all over the place. Like I said, lust of the flesh. Lust of the eye, the pride of life. Okay, let me let me keep going. So, because we know that our bodies are the temples of God, would you want to eat out of a dirty plate? Would you want to use a dirty straw? Would you want to use a dirty spoon, dirty fork? So if I'm giving you that analogy, imagine the most high God. So I know we're not going to be perfect, but God won't, God will reward us for seeking to be better. The Bible said that Abraham, Abraham, God loved Abraham and it was counted toward righteousness because Abraham thought to do the will of God. When you turn from the world, and I'm not saying you're perfect, but you say, God, I'm going to follow you the best way that I know how. You know, the Lord is watching you. You know, he sit high and he look low. He's watching us. When we say to him, now I'm not talking about people that are not trying to seek and don't want a relationship with Yeshua don't want the Holy Spirit to use them. But I'm talking about, I'm talking to the ones that say to God, Lord, here I am. Send me. Come on. Like the prophet Isaiah said, send me, Lord, I will go. Send me, Lord. So now, this is a vow. Come on, Ecclesiastes, that you've taken with God. You've taken this vow to say to God, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you. Come on, let's go, God the Father, God the Son, Yeshua, God the Holy Spirit. 
So am I living my life to where the Holy Spirit is in me? And I am doing the work of Yeshua. Am I doing the work? And I believe some of us get stuck at level two. Where we say to ourselves, no, I love Jesus. You know, I, I pray in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. You know, that's, that's what we're saying. But God says, okay, I need you to go higher. And, and one of the things I want to look up real quick, and I, I'm trying to find, I want to see what, um, um, I want to, because we're talking about uh, gifts, gifts, come on, come on in the room. I'm telling you, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, we are going to the next level. I want you to get your Bibles and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Because I need my listeners to understand that we are going to the next level with God. There is, there, there are, our life has a purpose and we are on assignment. Now I know uh, you, you, you may be, uh, well, Minister Brown, what you're talking about, we have an assignment for God. So the whole thing is because he has saved us from the penalty of sin, we have to lay down our will and we got to pick up God's will. We've been bought with a price. It's an exchange. First Corinthians chapter 12. Now, verse 1 says, and remember, I'm reading out of the Aramaic translation. Now concerning spiritual gifts, my brethren, I want to remind you that once you were pagans and without exception, you were carried away by dumb idols. Wherefore, I want you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but there is only one Spirit. And there are diversities of ministries, but there is only one Lord. And there are diversities of power, but it's but it is the one God who works all things in all men. Verse seven, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man as to help him. Okay, we're on assignment now. We are becoming disciples. We are ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven. Verse 8, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. Verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the means to distinguish the true Spirit, to another divers languages, to another the interpretation of languages. But verse 11, but, but all these gifts are wrought by that one and the same spirit dividing to everyone severely as he will. For as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, even though many are one body, so also is Christ. 
the sister key for all of us are baptized by one spirit into one body whether jews or gentiles whether bond or free and we have all received through the one spirit verse 14 the body is not one member but many and i want to stop there so what i'm trying to get you all to is we can't keep fixing to as we say in texas no we can't keep fixing to fixing to do it no there's levels we got to go higher because we're on assignment we're on an assignment by the most high god we are ambassadors for the kingdom of heaven and i just want to ask my listeners are we doing the work for Christ and if we are not what is keeping us from going to the next level in God because we have to come from among them and be ye separate because that's a bible verse i want you to look that one up i, I don't um i don't know the particular i know it's in the new testament i want to say come from among them is the apostle paul um but if you google it you'll bring that particular verse up because that's important and you wonder why must i come out of the world you have to come out of the world because god is going to use your body which is his holy temple to do his work lay hands on the sick raise the dead someone that that's on their deathbed we want to give people wisdom tell them the truth with God and back it up with scripture not just what you, you you felt to say no back up what you're saying to someone encouraging someone encourage them in the Lord and be not deceived that's why I tell my listeners open up the book for yourself because the devil will the devil know the word too remember he was a son of God but he was kicked out you don't want to be disobedient the bible says disobedience rebellion is as witchcraft you don't want to be hooded don't be caught up you want to ask the lord what is my gift father that you have given me what is my gift dear lord that you've given me you have to ask I think it's in James 5. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. You have to ask the Lord. Okay, Father, now that I've come to you, what is my assignment? But we have to understand that God is going to use us to do his work. I don't I don't want to boast. But I notice that God has used me to lay hands on people to heal them. I've had assignments to where I've laid hands on my own family members and they've been healed. Raised from the dead and I didn't even know at the time what I was saying. I remember years ago when my nephew got shot. And the Lord opened up a window so I could get to Houston and lay hands on him, but even before I left he said, I need you to go to Houston and lay hands on him. 
You're not just going down there to be just a regular aunt and sit in the waiting room and kumbaya. No, he said he is fighting for his life. His sister had called me and said, and Tasha, he done, his heart has stopped three times. And the Lord allowed me to get there. He said, take your anointing oil and take your Bible. That was the first time I had, I felt like I, I, I knew what my gift was. And the Lord allowed me to go twice. And I remember one day I was there and his youngest brother was crying. And he and he just towered over me. If Aunt Tasha gave him a hug, I'd be hugging almost at his waist. And he was crying. And he said, Aunt Tasha, he said, I don't want my brother to die. And I looked at him, and in that moment I said, God is going to raise him like Lazarus. And I didn't even know what I was saying. Just, just the spirit came up out of me to tell him that. And I said, you hear me? I said, God is going to raise him like Lazarus. And look at him, still living. Still living. Going, I think he's soon to turn 20, 24, I think. Soon to turn 24, February the 1st. And this got to be over, going on six, seven years ago. The same with my mother, before the Lord took my mother. And I wrestled with that. First of all, he said to me, she had gotten sick about six, seven months before the Lord took her home. And the Lord said, again, I want you to go to Houston. He said, and I want you to lay hands on her. And I'm not lying to you guys. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what the Lord told me to do. I got to Houston and my mother was in a sad state. I was crying like a baby. Never seen her this week. She couldn't stand up. She couldn't walk. She couldn't talk. But when I got to that hospital room, I looked at her and I said, Mother, do you know me? And she just shook her head. I said, Mother, you know I'm your daughter. And she just shook her head and smiled. I think back on that moment and I thank God that he gave me that moment. But when they brought her back from maybe uh, taking x-rays or what have you, they were running all these tests and trying to figure out what was going on with her. I anointed her head and I read a Bible verse over and at this time she was asleep. And I want to tell you, just like in the Bible, around 12 o'clock at night, I was at my youngest sister's home and I was in her bed trying to go to sleep. And I received a phone call from my youngest brother. And he said to me, he said, Tasha, he said, wake up. I said, what, what's going on? Because <clears throat> I didn't know the state mother was in. I knew how I had left her. And he said, Tasha, wake up. He said, Mother is up and she's talking. <clears throat> now, I thought I had seen a ghost. I said, what you talking about? And he said, Tasha, wake up. He said, Mother is sitting up and she's talking. And he said, I'm headed to the hospital. He said, when I get to the hospital, I will put her on the phone. When my brother got to the hospital, he, I could hear Mother in the background speaking. And it was like I saw a ghost. I, when he put her on the phone, I said, Mama, I said, you, you talking. I was so ecstatic. And you know what she said? She said, baby, I don't remember. I don't remember what happened to me. She hadn't remembered at all. So when I got to the hospital the next day, 
I said to her, I said, I told mother what I had done to her. And she sat straight up in that bed and she said, you healed me. You healed me. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know what God will do. When you lay down your will and pick up the will of God, God meets us. We are, we are intercessors. We are standing in the gap between heaven and hell for our family members. You are not just coming out the world to, to, to be selfish. You are coming out of the world because you are on an assignment. You have a purpose in the earth. And I want to go real quick, and I'm going to leave you with this one because I've been long-winded this morning. But I want us to go real quick. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's Matthew chapter 7. And I'm turning there right now. Get your Bible. Matthew chapter 7. Hallelujah. And I want to read this. We're going to start at Matthew 7, 7. This is what the Lord says. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For whoever asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door is open. God is saying to us that there is a next level. There is another dimension. That when you find yourself seeking better in life, I mean, in your mind, in your thoughts, in, in wanting to be a better person, to do justice, and come from being selfish to self-full, helping other people, being awakened to your assignment, then God will bless you. And not only will he bless you, he will bless others that are associated with you. You will be that blessing to other people. But you must tell them the truth. God is not interested in being in an affair. We cannot have the world and God. We can't love money and God. Because the Bible says the root of all evil, the root of it is the love of money, not money. He wants us to have money, but he don't want you to be in love with the money. That's when you have fooled yourself. Okay. I want to say thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. I just want to say thank you all so much. It is it is truly blessed me. It keeps blessing me. It is a gift that keeps on giving. I pray that this is manna to your soul, to your inner man, to say, let me come up out the world and take being a Christian serious because there are those who need me. I need to stand in the gap. I need to stand in the gap. Not saying you're going to be perfect. I know salvation is of the individual. You have to choose God. I can't go to heaven for you. But you can pray that those that you love come to Christ and change their life and come out of the world and do better. You can make that difference. Don't ever think that you cannot. And if you are listening to the podcast, you are chosen, you are called to be that difference 
in your family. You. I know you may be saying me. Yes, you, you. The Bible says when you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your heart, but heed to what the Lord is saying to his children. Heed what the Spirit is saying. The Bible says, let he who have an ear hear what the Spirit is saying. Not your, your regular ears, but in your inner man. Heed the word of God. Be obedient. Come, come out from among them and be separate to save those. To be a teacher, to be a disciple, to do the work that you have called to do for the kingdom of God. Okay, I thank y'all again. I love y'all in the Lord. I pray that these four last days of this year, 2020, I pray that it be a blessing with the Most High God. Seek Him. Begin to live right and clean up your temple so that God can use you. Remember what I said. Nobody want to eat out of a dirty plate. No one want to use dirty utensils. So be changed for the most high God. And, and, and if you love him, you obey him. Thank you for listening this morning. Thank you for taking out time with me this morning in this Bible study. And I pray that we continue to fight the good fight of faith. It's going to be a fight, but the most high God is with us. Continue, like I always encourage, continue to get with other brothers and sisters in Christ in the word. I have been studying under a wonderful bishop and, and first lady um, out of Houston, Texas, called World Shapers International. And Bishop, Bishop Alan Smith is, is, when I say seasoned, seasoned like a pot of pork chops or pork bones, as my big mama would cook turkey necks. Oh, this man is seasoned. Seasoned. If any of you would like to uh, worship with us, you all are welcome to worship with us. We do Zoom um, every Sunday. I've been worshiping with him and his first lady, uh, Jesse Smith. It's, it's been a blessing. They, they just were a secret given to me. And I thank the Lord. I try not to miss Bible study or Sunday church. I go running. I hurry up and get there. <laughs> Amen. Um, on the next segment, uh, I will uh, um, give out information if you all would like to join us. Anybody, you can join in your home. But if you want to be serious about being a disciple of Christ, then I will, uh, I will post information for them. Well, again, thank you. Thank you all for listening. May the Most High God continue to be with you today and for eternity. In Yeshua's name, we will forever pray. Amen and amen.